I just did this entire breakdown. Top to bottom, it was absolute gold. One take. Download it. Go to edit it. No audio. No idea what happened. Incredibly frustrating, but let's run it back. I'm going to walk through UFC Vegas 42. We'll talk about my bets. We'll talk about the fights, and we'll see who won our free DraftKings League. Before I jump in, go to wewantpicks.com slash bets. We have three different betting partners. Click on a link, make a deposit, and I will send you $50. Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, however you want it. I will send you $50 as a thank you for supporting us and our partners. That's wewantpicks.com slash bets. And speaking of bets, I'm up units again. I'm up one and a half units. This streak is defying all logic. I have been up units every single week for, I think we're going on seven months now. Not even one off week in seven months. It's crazy. It's defying the odds. It's illogical. And it's starting to make me nervous because what goes up must come down. And I don't know when I'm going to blow it. But so far, so good. The streak continues. Andrea Lee, minus 105. I had a full unit on that. And I was nervous about that one because I was on the wrong side of the odds, meaning I got her at minus 105 early in the week and it started to move. She was plus 115 come fight night. So I was like, oh boy, that means all the money's on the other side of this. So I was one of the very few on her side and, and it hit and I was glad and uh, great. Good for me. That kept two streaks going. Well, three, the up units for seven months streak. Two, the betting on women streak, and three, the money line streak. I didn't even know I had the bet on women or money line streaks going until you guys reached out and said, oh my God, your money line picks, you haven't lost one yet. And then, oh my God, you win money on every single woman you bet on. So good to know. I actually don't like that I know that because it adds a little pressure, but the woman won double down this week because Felicia Spencer wins inside the distance. A little nervous. She didn't get that stoppage till the end. And Vegas was very high on this is going to go to a decision. I just felt like Felicia would be able to just blow through Leah Letson. And for the most part, she did blow through Leah Letson. But her takedowns weren't good enough to get it to the ground as often as she would have liked. We'll talk about that when we break down the fights. Half a unit at plus 190. I did miss the Max Holloway wins inside the distance. I did not give Yair Rodriguez enough credit. I thought he would just get steamrolled, honestly. But he looked good. We'll talk about that fight in a bit. I missed that bet, but I did hit. I took two guaranteed wins, smacked them together, and made a parlay out of it. I wish I did that earlier in the week because Max started the week at a 500 favorite. Then he ended as an 800 favorite, so I would have gotten much better odds. But took Felicia Spencer, took Max Holloway, put them together, and I got minus 200. Hit that. I'm up one and a half units on the week. Very happy. The streak continues. Hopefully, you followed along. And if you did, well, feel free to tip. Or go to weonpicks.com slash bets. Jump into one of the three promos. We have three betting partners. Each one offers something different and unique. Each one gives you value in a different way. They will match your deposit. And then I will send you $50 as a thank you for supporting us and for supporting them. And the reality is you should be playing on multiple sports books anyway. You should not have all your eggs in one sports book basket. Different sports books have different odds. Different sports books have different features. There's no reason. They're not loyal to you. You do not need to be loyal to them. You should spread that money out. Weonpicks.com slash bets. Make a deposit. Let me know. I will send you $50, $50, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, however you want it. Let's talk about the fights. Kenny and Chuck Yu versus Da Un Jung. What a crazy fight. So I, I picked Da Un Jung to win. 
but I thought it would be closer to how he beat William Knight. I thought he would sort of close the distance, grapple, slow down the big power, try to take the big power away. I knew Kennedy would get behind on the scorecards. He's such a slow starter, and that was his demise. He didn't commit to anything, just taking his time, not committing, and Daun just pressured forward, beautiful big elbows right up the middle, got it done, put him to sleep. Daun Jung, I forget what they said his win streak was, like 16, something crazy like that. He's looking good. He just took out two big-time heavy hitters, like literally heavy hitters. Curious to see if they match him up with somebody a little more mobile, a little more speed. I'd like to see him get a different matchup next outing. But uh, we've seen him beat two guys two completely different ways in his last couple of fights. So really interesting to see what happens with Daun Jung next. Mark Diakases versus Rafael Alves. I had Rafael Alves in my DraftKings lineup because I was chasing that first-round stoppage. I thought Mark would be a little more technical. I thought Mark would be able to light up Rafael's legs and body, take the wind out of him, take the air out of him, slow him down because – because Rafael has had cardio issues in the past. But at 155, this dude looks amazing. Holy crap, did he steamroll Dioxys. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop trying to say his last name because I can't get it right. He steamrolled Mark. And he looked spectacular doing it. I had him in my DraftKings lineup, so I'm super happy with how it turned out. It was very unexpected, that's for sure. Very unexpected that it would be that quick, that one-sided. And I guess maybe it shouldn't have been. Because Rafael Alves is is definitely a first round fighter, but he's fixed those cardio issues. I mean, now that he's up at 155 instead of 145, and now that he just abandoned those ridiculous weight cuts after that giant weight miss, he may be a legitimate force to worry about in that division. So I'm very curious to see what happens. But he looked great. Good for him. Good for my DraftKings lineup. Cynthia Calvillo versus Andrea Lee. I mentioned I was on the wrong side of this, meaning. I was on the opposite side of the general public and the opposite side of Vegas because I got her at minus 105 and she moved to a plus 115. So that's, that's honestly a significant movement. And we're talking about I made this bet on Monday. So that's a significant movement from Monday to Saturday. Because um, by, you know, by fight week, it's usually leveled. And then after the weigh-ins, there's some movement. But that much movement uh, after Monday was, is surprising. So I got a little nervous. I was like, oh boy, you guys thought... You guys were not happy with my bet or my pick here. You guys thought Cynthia Calvillo would come forward, take her down whenever she wanted, just beat her up from there. That is absolutely not what happened. Cynthia Calvillo's takedown attempts were miserable. I, I, some of the worst takedown attempts I've ever seen. This is, this is upper echelon, top-tier MMA, and she's just like bending over at the waist, praying she can grab something. It looked miserable. Andrea Lee... What did I say, right? Angela Lee's going to have the much better striking. And Cynthia Calvillo hates the strike. She turns her head. She flinches. She gets nervous. She gets weird. And that's exactly what happened. Got Turned her head, flinched. Angela Lee made her pay. She'd take those miserable shots. Angela Lee made her pay. And what was crazy, if we look at the live odds, so if you watch our fight companion, we have a new setup for the fight companions. We have live odds on the screen. And we're, we're sort of learning as we go, adding more things, making it more useful. But the live odds was a wild journey. Started at plus 115. Andrea Lee started at plus 115. All of a sudden, minus 200, minus 300, minus 1,000, minus 1,500. They shut it off. They didn't let anybody. No more bets. They shut it off. Too much money was coming in on that side, and it was too obvious what was going to happen. And Jill, who was in our live stream, said she got all the way up to a minus 5,000 favorite before the fight was over. So, listen, it would be – I guess it's guaranteed money because, like, she was definitely going to win that fight. 
I would never lay out minus 5,000 on anything, but it was an interesting ride for sure. The bet streak continues. The money line streak continues. The betting on women's streak continues. Andrea Lee embarrassed Cynthia Calvillo, and Cynthia Calvillo came back too soon. One month removed from that bad beating that she got from Andrade. One month. We talked about it in the breakdown. I've been managing fighters for 15 years. I've never seen somebody lose in a TKO like that and then not have a suspension more than 60 days or less than 60 days. It's usually 90. So the fact that one month, we're 30 days out, and she already was free and clear, fully licensed to fight, was shocking, and it was too soon. And, and it showed. She didn't get off the stool. She didn't get off the stool. That's how bad it was. Tiago Moises versus Joel Alvarez. This is another fight. We talk about the live odds. Talk about the fight companion. I missed this on the fight companion and the live odds by like literally four seconds. So it's very clear, right? Tiago Moises comes out. I said he was the more technical striker. And honestly, in the first minute, that's how it looked. He had a nice one-two straight up the middle. One-two right up the middle, connected. Then he started to loop his two. He felt like, oh, I can get to his chin. Let me really try to knock him out. One with the jab. Big overhand two behind it, almost like Bobby Green last week over Ally Aquinta. And, and Tiago Moises was getting wider and wider with the attempt at a knockout. And what happens, right? If I throw a one-two and my two comes straight from my chin, straight down the middle, let's say it takes a half a second to get there. I start to widen it, throw it over to the top. Now it takes a full second to get there. And those aren't exact numbers, obviously. Now it takes a full second to get there. And what did Joel do at that time? He threw his knees right up the middle. Kicks right up the middle. He stayed right up the middle and he beat, literally beat Tiago to the punch. Tiago got too excited. He touched Joel. He hit him hard. He hit Joel hard and he hit him early and he got too excited, got too wide. And it was very clear after he cracked Joel basically as hard as he could and Joel didn't care. Things started to shift. Things started to turn. And Joel started to pour it on, started to come forward. And, and he started at like a plus two something. And then he became a plus 170. The money started to move in the live odds. But the time it took me to grab my phone and just go to bet online, click on live odds, scroll to the fight before I could click, because I was 100% going to bet on Joel Alvarez plus 170 in the live odds. They shut it down because so much money came in so fast. They shut it down. So everybody saw what I saw. It wasn't hard to miss. But everybody saw what I saw, saw the momentum shift, saw Joel take over, and it was just, I miss, I'm so pissed I miss out on that. But we're going to do a lot more live betting on stuff. We'll have it on the screen for the Fight Companions. My recommendation is have it up on your phone, on your tablet, and hit it immediately if you like it because they shut it down quick when the money starts moving. But there are opportunities to make a killing. We could have gotten Joel Alvarez at plus 170 after we saw the tide turn. That's an opportunity. We're going to do a lot more of that. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you watch those live streams. And go to wewantpicks.com slash bets. Jump into Bet Online. BetUS also has live betting, but Bet Online's a little more updated. Go to Bet Online, make a deposit, let me know. I'll send you 50 bucks. And next fight companion, log in, click the live betting, and pay attention. Miguel Baeza versus Chaos Williams. Jacob and I got into an argument here. I said Miguel Baeza, his chin, it's it's not great. And Jacob said, well, he's never been knocked out. He's never been knocked out. I said, you're right, but he's been rocked. He's been on ice skates. He looked close to getting knocked out. Go back to the Matt Brown fight. And listen, first round, Miguel Baeza touched Chaos Williams, and he hit him hard. And I was like, oh, that's not good, because I had Chaos in my DraftKings lineup. 
And then Chaos touched Miguel, and Miguel's chin looked okay. But then they hit the ground, and Miguel's grappling. He had a knee bar, and then he converted to a heel hook, and then back to the knee bar, back to the heel hook, and that looked awesome. I was getting nervous for Chaos. I was like, man, this is tight. This is... And then when he got up and it cut to commercial, I was so pissed because I, was, I wanted to see, is Chaos limping? Because I would have live bet. Is Chaos limping? But it was hard to tell. And honestly, the commercial, maybe it saved me because I think he did limp, but came back, spectacular knockout. He landed flush on Miguel Baeza, and that was it for Miguel's chin. Put him down. And I had Chaos Williams in my DraftKings lineup and in Monkey Night Fight Knockout Kings. That is guaranteed money, and I'm pretty sure I'm only going to do Knockout Kings going forward. I might just max bet three different Knockout Kings every week because at the end of the day, you get to pick any three fighters on the entire card, any three. And if they win by KO or TKO, you get a 25% return. 25, you bet 100, you get 125 back. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but any three fighters, it is literally a guarantee. It is a guarantee. So next week, I might experiment with just doing that. Go to wewantpicks.com slash MKF, make a deposit. They'll instantly match that deposit. Use the instant match. Do the Knockout Kings next week. Follow along and let's see what happens. That's what I'm going to try next week. I'm going to max bet a couple of Knockout Kings because there's some real opportunities there. Felicia Spencer versus Leah Letson. This is the one. I had Felicia Spencer wins inside the distance, plus 200. And the first round, Felicia Spencer comes out. Beats the crap out of Leah Letson, but no finish. Second round, she comes out, beats the crap out of Leah Letson. No finish. Uh-oh. Third round, she comes out, beating the crap out of Leah Letson. But then Leah Letson gets her own takedown. Time's running out. Does not look like we're going to get a stoppage. I'm starting to get pissed. Why did I do that bet? So stupid. Vegas was like minus 140 on the over, minus one something on the going to a decision. I was like, God damn it. This is what happens. This is what happens when I get a little frisky looking for a stoppage. And then she pulled it off with like 30 seconds left. So that worked out. Thank God. But listen, here's the deal. Felicia Spencer, what's her nickname? Like Miss Incredible or something? Felicia Spencer's not very good. But Leah Letson's just terrible. And I hate saying that. And she's a veteran. But her takedown defense was on point. Didn't have anything to offer in the striking. Didn't have anything to offer anywhere else. And was just on the wrong side of a beating. But Felicia Spencer... She comes, she doesn't like to strike. Her striking's not very good. She literally head down, just throws like this to push you against the cage. Then she'll hold you against the cage. And she got very good where she's phenomenal is against the cage work. Her takedowns are piss poor. But from there, she'll hold you there. She'll come up over her own head, punch you in the face, touch you up, beat you up. And Leah Letson's face is a testament to the damage that Felicia can do while holding you against the cage. The problem is, Anybody who can create some space will beat Felicia Spencer. If you get a decent striker that can push off, create some space, and then let her hands go, will beat Felicia Spencer. Because Felicia Spencer, what was she, like three for 175 on takedowns? And that's the problem. She's great on top, good pressure, heavy, but she needs to get on top to win. And she needs to hold you against the cage to win. So if you can create a little bit of space, you can beat her up. And her takedown offense is not very good. So I'm interested. I will I will continue to bet on Felicia Spencer, but I will pay very close attention to that matchup because we got to get somebody like Leah Letson that, that just cannot create space, cannot create distance, and those are the people she'll beat up. Anybody that can make a little space, she will not beat up. Ben Rothwell, Marcos Rogerio de Lima, two things. The, the stoppage was a bit controversial, right? But I agree with Dana White. 
If you're going to touch the fighter, then commit to that stoppage or don't touch them. And what happened, right? We had Herb Dean touched. Am I going to stop it? No, I'm not going to stop it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I should stop it. And that's the problem. As soon as you touch one of them, it changes the entire course of the fight because let's say you touch Ben. Well, now Ben, oh, it's over. I'm done. And then he gets hit three more times. And then, uh, you know, uh, Herb Dean is like, oh, maybe not. Or uh, you touch Rogerio, right? Herb Dean touches him, physically touches him. Like, okay. And then Rogerio's like, oh, okay. All right, stoppage. I got it. And then Herb's starting to change his mind, and Big Ben comes back with big punches. Like, you cannot touch these fighters. As soon as you touch them, it changes the entire course of the fight. So I agree. If you're going to touch them, then commit to that stoppage, even if it's early. Commit to it. Or completely break the action, separate them, say, I'm sorry, I messed up. Let's reset in the middle. But if you touch and you continue to let them exchange and then you pull out, too much has changed. Too much has changed. So I agree with, uh, with Dana. Herb Dean needs to stop touching these fighters. Fight-wise, I thought Big Ben Rothwell would do Big Ben Rothwell stuff, just be big and slow and just come forward, and his chin would hold up. We did say eventually his chin's not going to hold up anymore, and it looks like that was now. It was a razor-thin pick. I also said I thought for Marcos to win, he would need to lean on his leg kicks and stick and move. He did lean on his leg kicks, but he did not move. He stuck. He threw big, and Big Ben's chin did not hold up. And it'll be interesting because it is a steep fall off. Over 40, your chin starts to go. It is a steep fall off. So I don't know what this means. I don't know if Big Ben is done, meaning his, you know, he's going to lose three knockouts in a row before he retires. Or, listen, he just got hit that hard, that hard in the right spot. It happens, and he'll still look like how he has been. Because he's honestly, he's been, what, um, three and one in his last four up until this? So interesting We'll see what happens. Marcos showed us just how good he is, how powerful he is. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next for both of these guys. Max Holloway, Yair Rodriguez, Max won. The only bet that I lost on this card was Max inside the distance. I thought Max was just going to steamroll Yair. And, and, and he had his minutes where he did steamroll. But Yair had his minutes too. Yair looked good. I think he lost four to one. Most judges had it three to two. But Yair looked good. Listen, two-year layoff, fighting a Max Holloway who in his last fight looked like it was incredible. His last few fights, even in those two losses to Volkanovski, he looked incredible. Yair Rodriguez showed a lot of people how tough he is, how versatile he is, and how good he actually is. A lot of people were sleeping on him. And honestly, he lost the fight. So let's relax. He did lose. Because there's a bunch of you saying, I don't understand how, how everybody's picking Max. Well, the reality is Max won. So everybody picked Max won. They were correct. Max won that fight. No controversy. He won that fight. But I think after a two-year layoff, looking the way Yair looked, very interested to see what he gets next because I don't think he lost much. He just he lost to the better man that night, but I don't think he lost much in the last two years, meaning uh, he still got it. He still has that incredible agility, still does really fun stuff, was in a fight. He got a takedown. Like, he looked good. Max Holloway won. There were moments where I thought he was going to win by stoppage, but there were also moments where I thought he was going to get stopped. And honestly, that was a war. And I'm just thankful Max's chin held up because he has been in many wars. And eventually, I know he's only 29, but your chin can only take so much. And the amount of strikes that he takes, eventually he's going to be another guy that's going to have a steep fall off. I'm glad he won. I think it's better for the division that he won. Yair Rodriguez, let's see who he gets next. I hope he works his way up to a title fight because that dude is fun as hell 
Let's take a look and see who won our free DraftKings League. If you don't know, we have a free DraftKings League. Cost you literally nothing to join the league, literally nothing to play in our contests every week. And if you win, I'll pay you. This week, I'm paying the winner $15 if they're a subscriber to our channel. If they're a member of our channel, and there's a join button under this video, click it. If they're a member of our channel, I'll give them 30. But that is done. Going forward, we're doing $5 if you're a subscriber, still 30 to a member. Because the reality is, just handing out free money. And we're trying to get people to become members. So you'll still get free five bucks for playing. It's literally free. How could you complain about free money? But if you're a member, you took the time, you hit the join button, you help us out a little bit. I'll pay you even more. I'll give you 30 bucks. But baby Bo913, I owe you 15. And or maybe 30. You might be a member. But holy crap, by the skin of your teeth, look at that score. 683-32. Tremendous score. Look at second place, 683-31. You literally won this league or contest by 0 .01 points. You won it by less than one single strike. That's the scoring. Less than one strike, you won this league. Holy crap, good for you. Imagine how frustrated. Listen, right now we have 30 bucks at stake, right? But if you're Danny Dodo, Doe, and you're in the $100,000 tournament, and you lose by 0 .01, ooh, oh my God, yikes. Anyway, Baby Bo, congratulations. Reach out, I'll get you paid. Max Holloway, 153 points in a decision. Good, I mean, great fight, ton of strikes. Only 230 of them were significant though, which is interesting because in his last fight, it was like 400 something, and he threw 400 something here. But all, almost every single one was a significant strike in his last fight. In this one, they didn't rule it that way. Felicia Spencer, 148 in that third-round stoppage. And that's the control time. 718 seconds of control time. Holy schuvagats. That's crazy. And sorry, Max had 409 of control time. So actually, it looks like most of the strikes were significant strikes. So I read that wrong. I retract what I said about Max. Either way. Uh, Max, 153 points. Uh, Felicia Spencer, 148. It's the control time and the four takedowns that got it done, for sure. And then obviously the stoppage, she got a nice bonus. So 148 points is a lot. Rogero DeLima, 120. He got the quick win bonus, which is if you win in under one minute. So he got that, scored 120. Joel Alvarez, 107 with his stoppage. Sean Woodson, 122. This is a guy that we hadn't normally seen stoppages out of. Touch and go kind of guy. Phenomenal boxer. Got a stoppage 122. And only two fights went to the judges' scorecard the entire night. And Luana Jojuja, 30.99 points. Um, one of only two losers that went to a decision. I am curious to see what did Yair Rodriguez score? Because he was cheaper. Let's see who had Yair. He was cheaper. He's probably in the optimal lineup. Did anybody have Yair? 81 points. Yeah. So Yair, if you double that up, look at the points you get if you double up. 153 plus 81. How quickly can I do that math? 250-something points out of two fighters? That's spectacular. That's spectacular. So I, I'm sure the optimal lineup is Baby Bo's lineup, but instead of Luana, you have Yair Rodriguez, 80-something points. That's more than 
he scored more than Chaos Williams did, and Chaos Williams had a knockout. Yair Rodriguez had more points in a loss than Chaos Williams did in a knockout win. Either way, real interesting day of fights. I loved it. I had a ton of fun. I hope you did too. I hope you followed the bets. We want picks.com slash bets. Sign up, make a deposit, reach out to me after you did, and I'll pay you 50 bucks. Thank you all for everything. Guys, click the join button, support this channel, click the subscribe button. We get 45,000 views a week, or sorry, a month. Only 50% of those are from subscribers, which means half of you are watching my crap and not subscribing. Click the subscribe button, super helpful. Thank you all for everything, and we have an entire week to do this all over again. I'll see you then.